What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. How are you now? Might be the last time I ask that. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, your Montreal Canadiens, folks, they win 3-2 to two over the Toronto Maple Leafs in overtime. Hello and welcome to episode uh, 47. Is it 47? Technically, I guess it's like episode 170-something, um, if, if we're going to get nostalgic a little bit and talk about the potential end of the podcast here. Uh, which I'll get to, but uh, it's presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize, which as well, you may have heard, is coming to an end. It's been a real shit sandwich of a uh, a week here for us. Um, I'll talk about it, but before I do that, I want to get into uh, the game because what an effort by the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, earlier in the day, we find out Cole Caulfield done for the season. He's getting shoulder surgery, apparently been playing through an injury for some time. And they go out there against one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, and they take it in overtime. Um, the medal of that team to, to pull that off with mostly AHL players, I mean, what a game from them. Honestly, super impressed with the way that team came together, uh, especially with the way it happened. So let's get into it. You know, we go into the first period, and uh, it's pretty apparent from the first drop of the puck that Toronto is intent on being the better team. They're out shooting the Habs, they're getting the better chances, and their first shot of the game, it goes in. Uh, Austin Matthews leads a nice rush, throws it over to William Nylander, he goes backwards to Mark Giordano, and he beats Samuel Montembeau. Again, first shot of the game, it's one nothing. I'm feeling at this point like maybe the Leafs might run away with this one. It's not looking good, anyways. Uh, later in the period, you know, the Leafs out shooting the Habs by a pretty wide margin, and um, they're overcoming some surprising play by the Habs. The Habs weren't bad in that first period, but I will say the Leafs, you know, balance of play was definitely in their favor. And late in that period, uh, Kelly Yarncruck straight up uncovered at the side of the net, and he puts it in, makes it 2 nothing. That's your score at the end of 20. Um, again, heavily outshooting the Habs. Uh, you're, you're, you're feeling like the Leafs are probably going to run away with this one. It might get ugly in the second period, but it does not. Early in the second period... Fantastic work in puck pursuit by Rem Pitlick. Um, they're going in on the rush, and then he leaves it back for Nick Suzuki. He throws a beautiful pass across to Josh Anderson. He claps one, snipes it, makes it 2-1. to one. That was their fifth shot on goal, okay? They only had, what, four in the first period. Maybe three. It might have been three in the first period. I have to go back and double-check, but it doesn't matter. Point is, Habs not getting very many opportunities, and then all of a sudden in this second period, the Habs are climbing back into this game. The shots are almost even. By the time that Alex Belzil tries to throw one towards the net, Michael Pizzetta dives down and one-hands it back in front to Raphael Harvey-Pinard, 
and he puts it in and ties the game at two. Holy shit. The Montreal Canadiens, all of a sudden, they got a game on their hands. <clears throat> Leafs, in the third period, seem to remember who they are a little bit. And they, uh, you know, about just past midway, they've opened up about a 12-shot lead on the shot clock, right? I don't know why I'm always watching the shot clock so much, but I feel like, you know, I think the team that does the more shooting is usually the team that's got the puck more, right? The one thing that you got to have in order to shoot is the puck. And the Leafs, they had the puck on their sticks quite a bit through that third period. But Samuel Montembeau playing a fantastic game for the Habs in that third period um, really settled in after, you know, giving up a, a goal on the first shot of the game. Usually with Montembeau, when he does that, it, it if he lets in a couple of early ones or one early one even, it can spell kind of a disastrous night for him. And it didn't. Um, he recovered very well, played an excellent third period. Habs actually get a late four-on-three power play with some real chances on goal. Kirby Doc hit a post. Uh, Samsonov, Ilya Samsonov had to make some saves uh, for the Leafs there to keep them in the game and get it to overtime. And he succeeds, but in overtime, Mike Hoffman, wheeling in the neutral zone, turns and finds Rem Pitlick in stride. Pitlick cuts into the zone, flying, shoots, Snipes, 3-2 to two for the Montreal Canadiens is your final. Fitting that the first ever episode of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast was for a playoff game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And this might be the last episode of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast. Um, you know, we got the news, uh, if anybody hasn't heard yet, that Vox Media has made the decision to uh, defund, which I, you know, honestly, I, I don't like the fact that they're using the term defund. We earned the money that they've been giving us. Um, they've made money off of us. So it, it seems ridiculous to me that we're using the term defund. In reality, they've just made the decision that um, they don't want to manage our sites anymore. They don't want to be involved in the processing portion or the organizational portion of getting advertising and sending money to us on a monthly basis. So um, they're axing us. Um, it had nothing to do with our performance. I've seen some people online suggesting that, well, you guys must not been doing that well. That's why they're getting rid of you. Well, I got news for you, and you can believe me or not believe me. Eyes on the Prize as a website does over a million hits per month, like clockwork. Last year was a down year for us, and we did about 17 million total over 12 months. So well over a million, like clockwork. Uh, the podcast, you'd be surprised how well this podcast does. And that's thanks to everybody who takes the time to, whether you're sitting in your car, or you're sitting at home or wherever it is that you listen to it. You know, you're the reason that I've been able to do this for as long as I did. When I started doing this podcast, um, right at the beginning of that playoff run, it was because I had predicted earlier in that season, I wrote an article on Eyes on the Prize. And I said, I think the Habs could beat the Leafs in a playoff series if it happened and when this when it when it became official that that's who they were going to play I was like you know what I want to have a podcast I want to document this because you know I I want to put my money where my mouth is kind of not that it cost me a whole lot of money to start up a podcast in the first place I do it from home on a relatively inexpensive microphone with a computer that I actually paid for with money that I got from uh from eyes on the prize so thanks Vox Media uh you bought my computer for me um and the reason that it lasted as long as it did, 170 whatever episode that we're on at this point, is because people actually cared, people listened. I didn't expect that. I, I legitimately expected that I'd be talking to maybe 300 people. Uh, the reality was that the audience was you know, about 
five times that, more than five times that. I've had episodes that have that have gone almost viral on the internet. We've been in the top 100 for sports podcasts on Apple on Apple Podcasts multiple times. When we have a good month, we usually shoot up into that top 100. And I never expected that that kind of support. Um, I, I've received a lot of DMs recently since the news became, uh, you know, known on the internet. Um, so a lot of you have reached out. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, truly, honestly, your, your kind words mean a lot. Um, this sucks. I've been a part of this website for over 10 years now. Uh, this is something that we built. Uh, when I came in, it was when Berkshire was running the site. And, you know, prior to him, they had been posting like pictures of women wearing Habs bikinis were, were their best articles. And we grew it into a legitimate powerhouse when it came to Montreal Canadiens coverage. Um, a lot of that had to do with Andrew Berkshire. A lot of it had to do with Marc Dumont. Myself, Scott Matla, Justin Blades, Jared Book, um, you know, we put a lot of time into it. So when I say that we earned that money that they were giving us, it wasn't them funding us. They weren't funding us. And this is the point of the podcast where I'm probably going to do something that's against my better judgment. And, and I am going to directly slam Vox Media for this bullshit. I'm not putting your fucking ad in the middle of this podcast. So if you guys hear an ad halfway through this podcast, somebody from Vox went in and edited it and, and put the ad in there because I'm not doing it anymore. Um, this is probably the last podcast that I'm going to post under them. I'm, I'm, I, I am going to honor my contract now that I mentioned that. I am going to honor my contract. And I'll tell you guys exactly what my contract is for the podcast. My contract stipulates that I post one episode per week. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I go well above that. I do way more than one episode per week. And it was never about money. Yes, I get paid. The money's nice. It buys certain things. It doesn't pay the mortgage. I never talk about this in um, on social media or elsewhere, but I have a day job. I work for a very large corporation in Canada. I'm a corporate employee. I work for head office. Uh, remotely, and uh, I manage you know some training and development um, across a number of markets uh, in the country. And this is a passion project for me. It was never about money. You could have taken the money if if they had come to me and they had said, "Listen, uh, we're 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 not making enough right now. We need we need to scale back, and uh, we got to take your money for a little bit. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to be able to pay other people." I would have willfully given up my money so they could keep giving money to other people, and I would have kept doing exactly what I'm doing. The fact that they're fucking rug pulling the whole thing out from under us. That's dirty. They've made money off of this website for many, many years. When Berkshire and Zumal were running this place, I don't. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys exactly what they were getting because they've already said it on Twitter themselves. They were getting fifty bucks a month for what was essentially for them a full time job because they didn't have that much staff. This was ten years ago when all I was doing was writing history articles occasionally and sometimes helping out with game day coverage. This fucking company has made a decision here to lay off uh, a whole lot of workers that are actually, you know, full-time employees for them and <clears throat> kneecap a bunch of independent contributors uh, who are also being paid. And in their email, they have asked whether or not people would be interested in, you know, maybe continuing to help the websites thrive without getting any money. You know, none of us do this for money in the first place. But when you take away that small incentive, nobody's going to stay. And that's why this is probably the last episode, because um, eventually they're going to remove the platform altogether. So I won't actually be able to to use the megaphone service that they have for us. 
to post to uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everything else. Um, now, that being said, this is not the end. This is not the end. I'm not going to stop because, again, I don't do this for money in the first place. I've received a lot of messages from people that are saying they really hope that the podcast doesn't end, and it won't. Uh, I'm going to make it live somewhere else. I'm thinking about YouTube for the time being because uh, I don't really want to invest a bunch of money in trying to figure out a platform that can post me to all the different sites that we're currently on. So the problem there, if I go to YouTube, is number one, everybody's going to have to look at my fucking mug while I'm ranting about the game for 15 to 20 minutes. And number two, uh, it won't be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everything else. So I am open to suggestions. A lot of you have already DM'd me. And again, thank you so much to anybody who's reached out. I really appreciate it. Uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. It's at DrakeMT. Uh, if you have an idea on wh- what you'd prefer to see me do uh, moving forward, uh, let me know. I don't even know if I can use the fucking name for the podcast. I'm the one that came up with the name, and I'm pretty sure that they own it as a result of the contract that I signed, um, which, again, I signed because I didn't care about the money. I didn't care to read it because I didn't think that the small amount of money that I make off of this place was ever going to become an issue to the point where they were going to cut it off altogether, kneecap the entire website, and then expect us to work for free. The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. The podcast itself, I get paid based on the download anyways. If nobody listens, I make no money. And they make more money than I do. So, go figure. Um, Enough of that. We got to get back to the game a little bit. What's the point of this podcast, right? To talk about the Habs. We got to give a player the game for that one, right? And I was tempted to give it to Rem Pitlick. Rem Pitlick scored the overtime goal, obviously. That would have been an easy one, right? I'm not going to give it to him. I was also very tempted to give it to uh, Rafael Harvey-Pignard. Um, he scored a big goal for them. You know, he played pretty well. Recent call-up. Definitely. Excited to see him there. I've been clamoring for that all season, to see more people come up from the Val Rocket uh, so that we can try to get a handle on who we have that might be able to contribute moving forward. But I'm not going to give it to him either. I know. Sounds a little bit weird, doesn't it? Seems like I probably should have given it to him, no? I'm giving it to Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson was flying in that game. Obviously, with the departure of Cole Caulfield, well, not the departure, um, with the injury to Cole Caulfield, him being out for the remainder of the season, uh, they had to make some lineup changes. And Josh Anderson, uh, you know, for better or worse, he is going to be the focal point of their offense outside of Nick Suzuki moving forward. They don't have anybody else. And he played fantastic in that game. He was on one. Now, he usually seems to get up for games against the Leafs. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the the status of a rivalry game there that, that really gets him going, uh, gets the blood flowing and gets him pumped up to go out there and do some damage. But he was fantastic in this game. I mean, that shot uh, to get the first goal for the Habs was an absolute screamer. When I saw that shot at first, I like I wasn't I did a double take because I wasn't sure it was Anderson. I know he shoots hard. We all know he shoots hard. But 
I haven't seen him shoot the puck like that in a while. He shot that puck like he was angry at it. Like he was angry at the puck and the net and the goaltender that was standing in front of the net. Quite the shot. Quite the game from him. Um, More games like that, now that he's going to be that focal point of the offense for the Habs outside of Nick Suzuki, more games like that are going to go a long way to getting him a shot with a contender. If I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs, let's just, let's go crazy town banana pants for a minute here. If I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs and I just sat there, you know, I'm, I'm their general manager. Okay, I'm Kyle Dubas. I'm sitting up in the press box and I watch how Josh Anderson played in that game. I don't know. I'm, I'd be struggling not to pick up my phone and call Kent Hughes and be like, what do you want? I, I like this guy. I want him. I want him. I know the Leafs don't need forwards. But what I'm trying to illustrate here is more games like that. They're, they're, they're eye-opening games. We know that the Habs have already gotten some offers that they've turned down for Josh Anderson before. He keeps playing like that. Those offers are going to keep rolling in. And I know I've said this before, but eventually, eventually, if offers are continuing to roll in for the same player over and over and over again, one of these days, somebody's going to come with one of those offers that you just can't refuse. And if they've been turning down offers on Josh Anderson, I'd love to know what they are. I would love so much to know what they are. And then knowing what the offers are that they're turning down, you'd be able to deduce, all right, what would it actually take to get Kent Hughes to accept a trade? I think it's going to be biblical. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I think they're going to do it. I'm going to make that as a prediction here. I think Josh Anderson is going to get traded. And I think that trade is going to be earth shattering in terms of the return. I think it's going to be an overpay. And I think that the Habs are going to, or Habs fans rather, are going to worship Kent Hughes for whatever he's able to get. Because I really think that we have an opportunity. People are Teams are already interested in Josh Anderson. If he can play like this, whew, there might be a wild return out there for the Habs. Those are all the thoughts I really have. I'm finding it difficult. You know, I've already talked over 17 minutes, so I'm finding it difficult to really find words at this point. Um, Vox might not like the things that I've said in this podcast, so for all I know, they, they might rug pull me even harder. Uh, they might come for me and they might ax me immediately. They might remove my access for Eyes on the Prize. I might not even be able to write articles. I don't give a shit. You can take my money tomorrow if you want. It doesn't matter. I've still got income coming from a different job. The problem is this is the job that I always liked. I don't like that job. I like this job. And unfortunately, they've decided that we're expendable. Um, it sucks, but again, I'm not going to let the podcast die. I'm going to find a different medium to do this. Again, as I mentioned before, my DMs are open. If you have any suggestions, what would you like to see us do? What would you like to see me do with the podcast? Uh, please, Send me a DM. Let me know. Um, We're still kind of working things through. At this point, we also have decided that we don't want to let our coverage die either. So we are going to work on an alternative, uh, a different platform that we can use uh, to continue covering the Montreal Canadiens. Again, if we were able to build EOTP once into a site that had over 1 million page views per month, I think we could do it again. And I think we could do it faster this time uh, because I think the people know what we've done. The people know what we provide now we have set up a patreon um if you're interested in helping us um 
collect the necessary funds to find ourselves a new platform and continue what we've been doing at Eyes on the Prize. Um, I will put the link in the article on Eyes on the Prize. And, you know, feel free. Um, I'm going to be investing my own money in this team as well. I believe that we're going to be able to get back to where we once were with a new platform. And um, I, I think we're going to do it fast. So I got no problem throwing my own money at it. Um, again, I, I hate asking people for theirs, but, you know, anything helps at this point. We're going to get it back. And once we do, we'll be selling the fucking ads ourselves. So we won't need their help. And uh, we'll get this thing to a point where it's going to be self-sustaining and uh, nobody can take it from us. So thank you to everybody who has taken the time to listen to this podcast, to read articles on Eyes on the Prize. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Again, this podcast, originally, I thought maybe, maybe I was going to get 10 episodes during the playoffs, and that'd be it. But thanks to you, thanks to everybody who actually took the time to listen to it, it was able to go on for as long as it did, and I'm happy it did. You know, there's, there's no regrets on my part. I was never doing this for money anyways. I was doing this for passion. And I know nobody's listening to this for money either. You're listening to it because you care about the Montreal Canadiens. So, uh, you know, we have that same passion. And um, whatever it looks like, whatever it ends up being named, because I might have to change the name as well, um, I, I will continue this one way or another. I'm thinking YouTube for now, but again, DMs are open. Please let me know what you think. Of course, as this is the last time, I'm not going to say à la prochaine. I'm just going to say thank you one more time. I really appreciate everybody who took the time to sit down and listen to this podcast, to listen to my dumbass rant about the Montreal Canadiens. I appreciate it more than you know.